What is good, everybody? Welcome to the What's Your Opinions podcast. I'm your host, Elias Montez. Grab your popcorn, grab your drinks, because we're going to be here for a little bit. Uh, what's going on, everybody? I hope you guys had a fantastic uh, Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, I couldn't get the Thanksgiving special out, but, you know, I really didn't have anything to say. I didn't really have anything planned out for that episode, so, you know, better late than never, I guess. Um, uh, as of this recording, it was it's only been a few days after Thanksgiving. And, you know, through all my work and stuff, uh, Sunday might actually have to be, like, my actual recording day, because it's the only time I get a day off now. So, you know, starting my new job and all that, it's crazy. Before I even get to my job, you know, I hope you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, I had a really cool Thanksgiving, you know. It, it really was different from a lot of the others, uh, from the, a lot of the other Thanksgivings, uh, for a majority for the last maybe, like, 15 to 16 years, um... You know, we've always had Thanksgiving at my house, and we've always only had, like, 30 people. Obviously, that doesn't happen. Uh, we didn't even get 30 people in here. Uh, my We ended up going to my pops' friend's house, you know, for, like, 10, 15 of us. You know, because of COVID and all that, you know, people were legit, like, knock. I seen, I think, that night, I think the, there was, like, two police officers or something like that, like, knocking on doors because there was loud, and he's like, how many people do you have here? Because of the new uh, stuff that's going to be taking place for the lockdowns and all that, which sucks. But, you know, people just don't like to listen and this COVID thing will continue to spread. But hey, it's out of our control, right? And, you know, it was really fun. You know, uh, of course, like my mom, she loves to cook for Thanksgiving as much as it wasn't. She always thinks it's stressful enough. You know, we always helped her out and stuff. Uh, I got to see my grandma, my grandmother, which was really nice. Um... I got to see my uncle, shout out to my uncle Anthony, uh, he was, uh, you know, I always like talking to him and stuff, and, well, just because we're sort of similar in a way, we just like comic books and movies and gar- and other shit, and so we just talked about that, um, I watched two crappy games of the NFL that they had there, it was the Lions and Texans, where the Texans beat them like, what, 41 to 25, it really didn't matter, I think after the first quarter. It was kind of like set in stone. And then I watched the Cowboys get absolutely destroyed by Alex Smith and the and that really good defense of the, you know, Washington Redskins. You know, Chase Young is just a, is, is an absolute monster. And, you know, we missed out on a game. It was the Steelers and uh, Ravens, I believe, all because Lamar Jackson and all the other, and I believe like four other players got COVID. And that sucks. And they rescheduled it. It's rescheduled for Tuesday. But you know what's funny? Today's Sunday. It's Sunday night. Uh, football's done. I saw the I saw the Bears get absolutely just a destroyed, obliterated, whatever you want to say. Shout out to my 49ers. They actually take a W today. A lot of their uh, players came back. Uh, I believe like four players were able to come back from IR. And it really showed a difference on defense and um, offense. You know, Debo, they utilized Debo to the, uh, to the fullest. You know? Uh, I I don't want to get into the NFL real. I don't want to get into the NFL real quick, but you know I still want to continue on to the Thanksgiving. You know I saw. Uh, you know it's really weird for Thanksgiving because I'm so used to having like a majority of my family. I'm usually I'm used to seeing like uh, my older sister. She didn't come last year. And she didn't come this year, but she, you know she always comes to the holidays and stuff. And then now my younger sister, you know she moved moved out of my parents' place. And, you know, and she's doing her own thing with her boyfriend and stuff. And, you know, she didn't come to Thanksgiving this year, which is really weird. 
you know, it, to me, it felt really off. You know, I usually, I'm like, oh, man, you know, like, I'm, it's always cool with my, my younger sister, she's like, she's my homie, you know, she's really cool, I'm really close with her and stuff. And then, you know, I, it's weird. Don't you guys ever have, like, that, uh, like, that feeling with, like, Thanksgiving as to where, like, how do I put it? Like, you're not hungry until the dish. You, mean, you know what I mean? Like, you're, the anticipation for getting that meal. I don't know. Like, I'm never hungry. Like, when it's Thanksgiving, like, I can literally go 12 hours without eating. Like, from the time I wake up till dinner time. Maybe it's just because we know, like, we're about to get, like, our faces stuff. So, I, I, I don't know. We were, we were just talking about that. Oh, it sucks, though, bro. We didn't get no macaroni and cheese, which is, like, my favorite part of the... Like, macaroni and cheese is macaroni and cheese, but, like, macaroni and cheese on Thanksgiving just hits different. But everything else is bomb. My mom made, like, her famous, uh, fucking mashed potatoes, and that shit was sick. You know, and then the turkey was amazing. The ham was... Everything was really great, you know? And it was, like, a lot faster. So, like, there's not a lot of stress just because, like, we got, like, a new cooker. Like, a new, uh, steam cooker or whatever. It was fucking fire. And we're watching that, you know, watching the games. They were just talking. It was really, really fun. And I hope you guys... Or able to, uh, I think besides like a minor, like two minor hiccups at the, at the end, you know, that was it. You know, I, to be honest, it was really fun seeing my grandma tomorrow. I haven't seen her in a long, I haven't seen her in like a couple months, you know, due to this COVID thing. So it was really nice to see her and it was really nice to, you know, give her like a really big hug. And then of course my little brother and sister and their little, and their little friend were like just roaming around, running around and everything. It was, it was really nice. I had a really nice Thanksgiving. And... You know, that's pretty much, you know, and then the day after I went to work and I just started working, you know, I'm a, I do UPS now. And, you know, like my entire, and that's, I, I kind of said it a little bit on my vintage page where like I'm not going to be as active. With with the podcast, you know, uh, you know, I like last week I was able to put out, I believe three or I believe two to three episodes. And that's not going to happen a lot anymore because I'm going to be, you know, tired and I'm going to be, you know, because I'm going to be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to help her. I'm going to start, I like deliver a lot of crap, you know, and it's going to be hours upon hours on hours. Like Cyber Monday is going to happen and I know we're probably going to have like about maybe two to 250 stops max. So I'm going to be out there for a very, very long time. So I'm going to probably find like, you know, like Sunday, try my best to record or at least try to bang out two episodes or whatever the case may be. But, you know, that's just like a little update on where the podcast is going and stuff. So I can't. I can't push out a lot of episodes like I want to just to get that catalog, but I will be able to push out an episode or two, or just one episode a week, and just get that episodic week going, you know what I mean? It's tough work, bro. Like, I was working for UPS, like, my first day, I wasn't really, like, tired, but, like, the minute I got off the, <laughs> I got off the truck and went and, like, turned it in and then, uh, you know, went to my house, yo, I couldn't take off my socks, bro. It hurt. I was sore so bad. Like, it, it, I was hurting. Um, I'm not at, I'm not, I'm not hurting as much anymore, I would say. But definitely was, I, I was definitely feeling it. And I know how, because like, I work with my pops. So, like, I definitely know, like, you know, that dude puts puts in the effort and work, you know, to pay, to pay a lot of the bills for his pad and stuff like that. And I can't complain, bro. Like, 23 bucks an hour? And then, the amount of hours I'm going to work with him? Dude, I'm immediately making over almost a K a week. So, it, yeah, it's... I can't complain at all, and that's pretty, and that's pretty cool, man, I was just working on that, it's crazy how, like, the process is for those, because I was, like, looking and then doing it, like, it's weird, because the way he, my pops does it is, like, we go through one street, and then we go around to the other, 
And then I see a ton of other like post office people or people that work at like you uh, Amazon or whatever, and they're like zigzagging their way, and it, I might I I think it's weird because it wastes a lot of time. But I got the deal of it, you know, um, you know, to scan what not to scan, you know, what happens if things are broken and all that other junk. But it's it pretty cool. So that's a little bit of update, like kind of what I'm doing. And it won't be for long. I think it's like for the end of this month and stuff. <laughs> but, you know, we're at the long stretch. We're at the like the, the home stretch of the year of 2020, people. The home stretch. You know what I mean? We are literally, what, today's the 29th? After... Today or tonight, when morning arrives, we are literally thirty-one days into the new, until almost the new year. People, I, I think that's crazy. How like, how like this, the this, uh, you know, this pandemic has just gone like, kind of fast but kind of slow. One month, it's like it takes like a hundred years to enter the month, and then literally we feel like I'm you, you were like Usain Bolt going into the next month. It's just, it's just just weird, you know. But I don't really want to get into, like, getting into 2020 yet. I, might, I really want to make that into a huge episode, you know, and stuff. Um, other things I was seeing throughout the week, I wasn't really watching anything. Uh, you know, the big Chappelle thing, if you guys didn't know about that, that was crazy, dude. You know, like, the whole Chappelle thing, like, uh, obviously, legally-wise, and the company that he signed the contract with doesn't have to pay him. But for that show to be on for that long, getting the ratings, he should have got some type of compensation for it. If you guys uh, don't know what I'm talking, uh, don't know what it's about, go look it up on YouTube. It explains it the most because, you know, Netflix, out of respect, took out the Chappelle show. You know, so that company doesn't get paid anymore for it, even though they did pay a lot of money to get the rights on it, which was, you know, cool on Netflix and stuff. I wasn't really watching anything, you know, uh, that show. What? Yeah, you know that show I talked about last week or uh, last episode or the episode, no, the episode before the cosplay episode, I was talking about the show called... Uh, magical girl friendship squad yo i dropped that show it's so it's it's so badly written it felt like a bunch of like teenagers wrote that and it, it it's a uh, it was just terrible man whoa what happened in the free agency oh wait, i really don't care never mind uh <laughs> i'm just looking at my watch right now i got an alert for a free agency former athletics LHP, Mike Miner agrees to your deal with the Royals. I don't care. Bro, the athletics aren't going to do shit. But, you know, I was watching that, and just the animation itself, it, it was, like, weird. Like, uh, their walking animation just didn't look right. And then the dialogue and stuff, it was just terrible, man. It's just a terrible show, in general. Like, the, jo the jokes are, like, very forced out. I don't know how I can explain that. Like, um, Ghostbusters. The, I believe the 2016 one with uh, the all-women cast. Great castmates. Terrible writing. It's not their fault. They just, you know, did what they were supposed to get, what they were paying to do. And that's exactly what, like, that show is. It's just a bunch of forced jokes. You don't really get to know the characters. Slightly. Uh, the jokes are really off-putting. And I went through episode three and I stopped like midway and just like not cared anymore. It it was just really, really bad of a show. So I really don't recommend watching that. And there's nothing really else I was watching. Uh, I haven't started Infinity Train. I've been meaning to do that, but you know, working now, I, I, can't, I just can't. So I'm going to put that like on the back burner for now. 
But I have been uh, <laughs> I have been watching this one thing. I've been watching this uh. You know, I'm trying, my my mom gets into the holiday spirit and stuff. She always like sends me like all these holiday movies. And there's a ton of them out, obviously. I always forget my favorite holiday movie, and that's a uh, Elf with Will Ferrell. I think that's the funniest fucking holiday movie of all time. That and ah oh, fuck, what's the other one? I used to watch uh, that Santa Claus one. Uh, forgetting his name right now. He's the voice actor for Buzz Lightyear. I'm, I'm forgetting his name right now. Tim Allen, that's his name. I used to love watching that. The second one was like my favorite. I couldn't care less about the third with Jack Frost or the first one. The second one was it. Bernard and all them. I, I even believe the kid from like Home Alone was like one of the elves. It was crazy. So I was like watching. I used to love watching those. So I'm going to probably watch those soon. I was watching. <laughs> but I kind of want to get into uh, what was crazy today. Oh, not today. But uh, what happened Saturday? I think Saturday was a really, like a real like physical representation of what 2020 is like. And I'll explain. 2020, I mean, uh, in Saturday, sorry, Saturday, we were literally just bum-rushed with a bunch of things. Nate Robinson, the three-time slam dunk champion, Made his boxing debut under for an undercard for a co-main event for Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Let that settle in for like I'm gonna let that cook for like a quick second. Yeah, you heard me right, people. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Two people that were absolute monsters in their era, the 80s and 90s, fought at the age of 50 plus. And Nate Robinson was the co-main event, and Nate Robinson got knocked out by some douchebag YouTuber named Jake Paul. It's crazy. And I was watching that. But before we even get into that event, that disastrous of an event, it came out, breaking news, Broncos will not be playing a single quarterback for Sunday's game. Remember how I talked about Lamar Jackson and how they rescheduled that game? The NFL just literally just turned their sides and went to sleep. John Runway didn't forfeit. They used a wide receiver, Kendall uh, Kinder or Hyder, uh, Hinder, I believe his name is. They obviously got smashed. Uh, today they lost uh, thirty-one to three. It wasn't their fault, you know. It's just what happens, you know. But it's crazy how like Lamar Jackson gets. A chance. And the Broncos, literally without a quarterback, says no. And also, they didn't even look at Colin Kaepernick. I don't know if he was... I don't even know if he would be eligible to play. I really wouldn't know. But... It's crazy, you know? Even with the Niners, too, when I believe Brandon Ayuk and Kendrick Bourne... And I believe Debo Samuels, no, Debo Samuels was injured, I'm sorry. A bunch of their star players went into COVID. Didn't reschedule that game against the Saints? No. I hate how, like, biased the uh, the NFL is towards its teams. To where these teams are making you money. And if you're not, like, in a high rating or whatever, like, they just don't give a shit about you. Obviously, the Niners just went to the Super Bowl last season. 
you know, obviously depleted by injuries and all that crap. Um, you know, it, it's weird. It's weird that they don't even get that, like, not that I'm saying like that luxury treatment, but they should have got rescheduled. But obviously they don't want to reschedule a ton of games because that's going to reforce them. That's going to force them to put the eight seeds in, and that's exactly what they don't want. I don't really get how, like, the NFL, like, just refuses to change. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's refused to change. To, like, they were so reluctant to even put seven teams in. And it's been like that since, what, almost 50 years of the NFL being there? 50, 60 years of the NFL just being the NFL? Uh, like, the NBA is constantly changing. Like, the NFL is still ran by owners as the NBA is ran by players. It's, it's, it's just weird. And let's get back to Saturday before I fucking rant about how terrible the NFL is ran. The Niners are homeless. Yeah, that's right. Due to COVID... And the lockdown rules and all that, Niners aren't allowed to play in California. I don't know how that's going to work with the Rams either, but Niners cannot and will not play in Levi Stadium for any of their home games. I believe uh, they will be playing in Arizona. I don't know. That's not confirmed yet. It was just speculating. And, and I'm telling you this, if they're playing in Arizona and they're allowed fans, best believe I'm buying a ticket to go see my Niners play. I don't care, people. <laughs> And, you know, I was, uh, it's crazy. And then, I believe Matt Patricia was fired too Saturday. It was just, like, a completely weird, like, it was bizarre. And then, of course, the Mike Tyson and the Roy Jones, the entire event itself was just, like, I don't know if I'm high by looking at how much they're smoking or this is real life. Th that was literally that entire event. I wouldn't say the event wasn't that bad. It was ghetto. I think it was a joke to boxing. The sport that I love so much, even though I hate it at the same time. It was a complete joke, bro. I was watching it. And it's crazy to even think, like, Roy Jones and Mike Tyson fighting again. I'm, 20, I'm 21, about to be 22 next month. I never thought a day in my life I would see, my, I would see both of them fight again. Roy Jones, I never got to see that fight because uh, I never got to see, like, a Roy Jones fight. I just wasn't, like, into it at the time. Even though I'm a huge boxing fan, I've never seen Roy Jones. It's crazy. But I never, like, got to see, like, how dominant he was as a, as a fighter, you know, in, in the 90s. And then Mike Tyson, you know, in the 80s where he, they absolutely dominated those eras. And they fought uh, Mike Tyson being 54 and Roy Jones being 51. Old ass dudes fighting. But it was a cool charity event. <laughs> but the way that place is ran, I wouldn't, I give it all to the commentators. Uh, the commentators made that fight. I think you had like Rudy, uh, <laughs> you had Israel Adesanya, the UFC's middleweight star, and he's a champion in the middleweight division, commentating. And I will say this he has a future in commentating. He's really good. He knows, he really knows boxing and all that. I think uh, I mean, after he retires, I think the UFC will give him a commentating job. He did very well. And, uh, what is okay. And I was, like, looking at it, and Rudy Mancunio, I think his name is Rudy Mishuno or Mishuno. He's, like, one of my favorite commentators. He's hilarious. He's, uh, <laughs> he's just really energetic about it. I don't know why. Uh, he did a lot of boxing, 
when I used to, when I think he was on Showtime and HBO, and then he did the UFC for a little bit, then he did Bellator, and then I believe he did, and I believe he's doing uh, the WWE NXT. He's really good at it. I really do like his passion for, you know, commentating. And then they had, like, Sugar Ray Leonard, bro. And I don't believe that dude was didn't know where he was with all those putasos he took back in the day, bro. It was hilarious. And then, like, throughout, uh, Snoop Dogg came in. And it was hilarious, bro. But Snoop Dogg, bro, NBA, somebody give this dude commentating, like, let this man commentate because it was hilarious. Like, an unfiltered commentator, bro, it was fucking hilarious, bro. I kind of want to get into the card a little bit. There was the undercard, like the prelims, before the uh, actual main card, were really good. Like, they were taking advantage of, like, this moment. I forgot who uh, who got the pay-per-view, because it wasn't on Showtime or HBO. I don't know how, like, that even happened. But I I, uh, I believe it's called the Trillist or whatever, the, the Thrillist, Trillist or whatever. And it was just weird, you know? It was... <laughs> It was just weird seeing, like, them promoting certain things, you know? But, the like, the entire prelims were really, really good. Just fireworks all around. And then you had the undercard. Which was, like, okay. You mean you had two knockouts. You had this dude named uh, Ortiz versus uh, Serena. Uh, Ortiz, he looked pretty sharp. You know, he's undefeated for a reason. He got another knockout. But he has to learn to keep his hands up because he got caught a couple times. And if that Soraya dude had any power in those punches, it would have been lights out for that dude. Keep his hands up. That's all I got to say. He's pretty good. You know, they call him the tactician for a reason. He names himself the tactician for a reason. But, you know, he's really cocky. And I don't like that, bro. Like, that dude can get popped. And he's going to get popped real soon. Then you had Badu Jack versus a dude from Sacramento, which was pretty cool. Uh, you know, shout out to that dude from Sacramento, I'm forgetting his name, McKivens, or I think it's called McKivens, his last name was McKivens, you know, Badu Jack is like this runaround bum, he used to be a, a light heavyweight champion, and then he lost it to Pascal, I believe, excuse me, you know, but shout out to that dude from Sacramento, man, that dude used to be like for a military, so like, you know, all respect to him, and stuff, but, you know, overall, he was, he was undefeated, he was like 13-0, and, you know, Badu Jack just being, you know, an ultimate, like, just being a veteran. Even though I think of him as a bum, he wasn't really that, uh, he wasn't poppy or flashy for me, but he just never, to me, when he won the championship, he, I knew he was going to, I think my dad told me, he's like, oh, this dude's going to lose it. He never hold it. He never held that championship for, like, a year. I believe, like, Sergey Kovalev just, like, knocked him out and got that belt. Or it was Andre Ward. It was either or. But, yeah, Badu Jack ended up winning uh, via unanimous decision. And I was like, all right, cool, you know, like, they were throwing heavy hands, bro, like, the, the McKibbins, dude, he had heavy hands, just one, and in boxing, it's like, you all, in any type of combat sport, like, you do have that, like, that puncher's chance, and I've seen it throughout my, maybe my 15 plus years of watching boxing with my grandfather and my father and my uncles and all that, you know, there's always that puncher's chance, we've seen it, we've seen it with, uh, Fights like the Manny Pacquiao versus Mamo Marquez uh, three, just putting Manny Pacquiao out from a simple, from a simple I believe uppercut hook that was go- that like Manny walked into put him out. But that was like an okay fight, you know. It was constant. Like Badu Jack was gonna win via unanimous decision either way. If they would have put that like via split, I would have just like 
kind of questioned it. And then we have Nate Robertson versus Jake Paul. Man, oh man, was this was this funny, man? Um, you know, Nate Robertson is a he was a, he was an NBA star. He played for the Warriors at one point. So, you know, shout out to that. He played for the Knicks, the Bulls. Um, I think he bounced around the league just a little bit towards the end of his career. Um, he won. He did a tryout for like Seattle Seahawks, which I didn't know. He's very. He's a very athletic dude for his age. I believe he's like thirty five, thirty five, something like that. Uh, he's somewhere like in his late thirties. But you know, I was like, oh snap! You know, like oh, this is a huge charity event. This is gonna be cool or not? And he, yo, this Jake Paul dude was, uh, like I said before, he's like a fucking douchebag, you know, he's, he's hated all around from what I heard and stuff. And I looked over, like, oh, this is Nate Robinson do better. Like, I'm like, oh, what is this kid? Like, this Nate Robinson guy better fucking, you know, knock out Jake. And I was like, oh, what has Jake Paul done? And I kind of know of him. I know he's an asshole, but I never really like looked him up. And then like, I asked like a buddy of mine that's like constantly on YouTube. And he just told me all this stuff about him. I was like, oh, this is just like a fucking regular old white kid or whatever. So we were watching him. I believe it's a first-round knockout. He put, you know, uh, Nate on the canvas once. And then just put him like a vicious straight right. And then Nate just fucking flops. And then that's when the world came together and put up some of the greatest memes in the world. And one of the greatest hashtags that was trending for like three and a half hours on Twitter called the Nate Robinson Challenge. And it is still going strong right now. I don't think it's trending on Twitter anymore, but I go on Instagram and they are fucking hilarious. And Nate Robinson didn't know how to fight, you know, uh he just like he was like bull rushing. You know. And then they like interviewed Jake Paul at the end, you know, the legendary Jim Gray. Just looked like he didn't want to be there. It was just, it was just, it was just like, it's an embarrassment, dude. This dude has done some of the most iconic interviews in boxing history. And, you know, he has a, he came down to this, like, shit show of a boxing event and has to interview, like, a, a white kid that's, like, 2-0. and That's, like, calling out a bunch of names that he doesn't know. It, it's just weird. But I was watching that, and then there was a, t- I, I want to say... The actual main card was like maybe two hours. I want to say a good 45 to an hour was concerts. I swear you not. I believe after the first fight you had... (laughs) You had... No, even before the fight you had Wiz Khalifa performing for like 20 minutes. Smoking fat J's on pay-per-view. And I was like, what the fuck? What is... And then I realized they're promoted by Weed Maps. Cheap plug. If you guys don't know who Weed Maps are, they're like places where you can like buy your weed and shit. Not that I know of. Not that I smoke weed or anything. But you know, it's 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 funny, you know, like it was, and then my head and then even before that, Mario Lopez was uh was hosting it. It was just weird, you know, like Mario Lopez throughout it, you know how Mario Lopez talks, he's very soft and whatever. He's like Stay tuned, and we'll come back after this. After these, uh, after this artist, I'm like, yo, Mario, are you either lit or are you trying to fuck the audience, bro? It is weird, bro, and like you doing some weird stuff, man. And then Luis Khalifa was like trending on Twitter and stuff, and everyone like tweeting out like, yo, I bootlegged this fight just to watch a Wiz Khalifa concert. Like, what the fuck? It was hilarious, man. And then I was watching um, 
And it was pretty cool, man. Like, that was Khalifa. He was playing, like, his song. She was playing, like, you know, like, iconic songs like Black and Yellow, Young, Wild, and Free. Um, a couple other ones. Uh, we, the Bo- we Them Boys. I'm like, oh, snap, you know, like, take me back. He literally took me back to, like, the times where, like, I saw people wear jean jackets over, like, I mean, like, wear, like, cut-off jean jackets and wore Obey hats and had swag. Remember those days? People that are, like, my age know what, like, and fucking high school, you know, you know what swag was. Either you were a part of it, you didn't understand it, or you were trying to do that. And I was a part of that. I didn't wear, like, Obey hats or anything like that. I wore, like, I wore, I, well, I wore hoodies over, under my jean jackets. So I don't know. It was just weird. Literally him singing Young, Wild, and Free brought me back to those memories. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then French Montana came in out of nowhere. For literally 10 minutes. After, like, the, after the fight. And then he performed, like, some new song. It was, it was just weird. And then after, I believe, the Badu Jack song, there was... <laughs> there was, uh... <laughs> fuck, what's his name? Uh, YG... I was texting my uncle, you know, shout out to Anthony. And I was texting him like, yo, dude, are you seeing this shit show? The, are you watching the Mike Tyson Roy Jones thing? And he's like, oh, you mean the YG concert? He was, yo, YG was legit performing for like almost 20 minutes. And then you had, uh, then you had this other, you had Snoop Dogg commentating, then perform for like 20 minutes. And my mom and pops, you know, they've gone to a Snoop Dogg concert. And like, yo, this is just like the Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg concert we went to. You know, playing all the classics or whatever. And I thought it was hilarious. And we were just, it was just laughs, bro. We were just like laughing and laughing. We were just like, what are we watching, dude? You know? And we were just watching it and watching it and watching it. And I was just like laughing. I'm like, yo, dude. At the point I was ready to go to bed, I was like, yo, dude, can this fight just get on? And then some no-name dude came out of nowhere was like, Shimini, Hukumuhimi, Shifimu, Umu, Fu, one, two, three, ya, Shimi, Fumumu, Uvu, Mushumi, Ubu, Umu, Fumo, ya, one, two, three. I'm like, yo, dude, who is this man? I don't even know who the dude was. And, uh, you know, it, it's just, it was just like mad weird. And then, like, Neo came out and sang, like, the national anthem. It was just really weird. But I'm pretty sure, I'm like 90% sure. Everybody that was smoking, and then why, even before all this, YG was throwing up, like, mad gang signs. I was like, yo, dude, this is mad weird, but this is hilarious, and I love it. And (laughs) I'm pretty sure, you know, Israel, Sugar Ray, obviously Snoop, I'm pretty sure Rudy and all them, even the announcer, I think pretty sure they were lit, bro. It was funny, man. And I'm pretty sure everyone was, like, either high or was getting high. It was absolutely hilarious, man. And then you, the actual main event, it's kind of what I anticipated a little bit. Uh, you know, you know, shout out to like them for doing this for charity and stuff. They got paid, obviously. They got they got a good amount of money for it. But you know, like for Mike Tyson to be committed for this, losing a hundred pounds to get into this weight class of heavyweight. I believe he was he weighed like three twenty seven before the fight was ever announced, and he weighed like a two hundred and twenty two pounds. It's insane, bro! A huge dedication. He looked like if he would have shedded maybe another twenty more pounds, he would have been cut, bro. He looked really really good, man. 
you know, Roy Jones too, you know, for him to like, you know, build up his muscle and get like that or whatever to get his like, you know, his kind of like frame and statue of his body, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. And I'm watching it. And I, like I said, it was it's kind of like what I thought it was, you know, like a pat pat, then hold, and then hold vicious body shots though. Mike was ripping it into him. I was hoping like Mike Tyson would have got like a like a like a flashback and just started ripping on Roy Jones. But Roy Jones took some hits. Mike Tyson took some hits. Like it was it was a decently good fight. But for a vast majority of it, it was holding. And you know, they were two minute rounds, because the standard boxing rounds the standing boxing minutes are three minutes. And it's usually twelve rounds, but there was an, a quote unquote exhibition. And they fought for eight rounds, I believe. And, you know, Roy Jones, you know, you know, did a little bit of flashback of old Roy Jones, you know, the look away punch. You know, he gave like Mike a, like a couple good shots. He gave him like a left, a huge left hook, a couple jags here and there, showed the speed. Mike Tyson was just legit ripping through the body, man. Like <laughs> you can see it too, because after the fight, you know. Uh, Roy Jones was just, like, literally holding his body. Like, his entire body was mush. I'm pretty sure. And he showed it, like, in the interview. Like, he just showed his body just hurt. You, you can see his face was just hurting, bro. It was hilarious, man. But, you know, they said, like, oh, there's not a winner. Uh, due to copy, uh, you know, to the copy box or whatever. Whoa, what the fuck? No. Due to, like, copy box or whatever, like, the actual scorecards, they said, like, uh, uh, it's a draw. Which, I don't think it was a draw. Mike Tyson clearly won that fight. Mike Tyson was clearly the more active. He put a lot of more... He put a lot of combinations of punches together. But, you know, shout out to these old dudes duking it out, bro. Like, it, it's crazy. I, I said it before. Like, never have I thought, like, I would get to watch these guys, like, fight. And it's crazy, you know, like, Mike Tyson being out for 15 years and Roy Jones for almost four years. I believe it's, like, three, almost going on four and to still have that that kind of you know fight in them still, and Mike Tyson even said in his interview he wanted to, he wanted to do it again like with other fighters or whatever. I was like, this fucking dude is insane, bro. Like, he just won't quit, and it and that's cool, bro. Like that's cool for him and stuff. But like, this dude's like four. This dude's fifty four, going on fifty five, man. Like this dude, I don't know if he can condition himself that much, because these dudes were huffing and puffing. You know, Roy Jones, I'm pretty sure that dude wanted to quit after, like, round four. But he stuck it in like a real Titan champion, bro. Like a true heavyweight champion and fought, bro. And it's crazy how, like, these guys were at their peaks at one point And then both kind of fell off at the same time. You know, the infamous Mike, you know, quitting on the quitting on the stool. And then just Roy Jones getting knocked out. You know, it, it, it's crazy to even think that. Like how Roy Jones was uh, was so dominant. In his era. And Mike Tyson just being so dominant. And so fast. at just putting fights away. Just because you can literally go take a dump. Two minutes later. It's done in seconds. That's how dominant these fighters were. How skillful. You can talk about like one of the greatest pound for pound fighters of all time. You can talk about Roy Jones. You can talk about one of the greatest monsters of knockouts of all time. You're talking about Mike Tyson. The gladiators. And they fought it. Even though it's like way past their prime. And all that. It was still entertaining. As much as I was like, this is a complete joke to boxing, the entire event itself, it was a ghetto disaster, and I loved it. And, you know, I, I like Snoop Dogg and all that, Snoop, give Snoop Dogg, like, these type of events, I'll watch them. 
I won't pay for them, but I'll watch them. What's up? Okay. I. What was I talking about right now? I totally forgot. But I think we can do it here, guys. Um, before I uh, do our traditional sign-off, I just want to say thank you, guys. Uh, I never posted anything on Instagram, like, showing how thankful I am and stuff like that. I always say it all the time, too. I'm incredibly thankful for you guys and stuff. But, you know, I truly want to say I'm incredibly grateful. I'm thankful for the friends that I've met over, you know, this year and the past years of, you know, being into vintage. I, uh, you know, how vintage has embraced me a little bit. And, you know, I'm still waiting for my time to shine there, but I can care less of when that time is coming. I'll just enjoy the ride. I'm thankful for a lot of people. Uh, you all pretty much know who you are. I'm very thankful that I'm put in the position to where I'm making an, almost a second income with it. And I'm very thankful for my families, you know, for them supporting me and doing what I want to do. And, you know, helping me get this job and just, you know. I'm, very, I'm just very, very thankful that I'm just given the, I'm, I've, have the opportunities to do what I can to best myself. And I'll, I'll sign it off with that. You know, uh, a quick minor review, dude. Like, don't watch Magical Girls Friendship Squad. It's absolutely garbo doo-doo. The NFL is completely biased to elite teams, I guess. Um, Roy Jones Jr., Mike Tyson, even though they're old as hell. It was a cool event, I guess. Mario Lopez, really don't need him talking to me as if he wanted to, like, take me into bed. It was cool watching Wiz Khalifa just smoke fat bunts up in there. And... Seeing the incredible Nate Robinson memes that will continue to probably go into next week. And last but not least, shout out to my 49ers for absolutely dominating. Not kidding. For, you know, a stressful game. I believe that it will be it for everybody. Uh, for this episode, everyone. If you guys want to follow me, you guys can follow everybody. If you guys want to follow the podcast page, you guys can follow us on Instagram at WYO or WYO Podcast. If you guys want to follow this, we are on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at just the What's Your Opinions podcast. Search that up. You can see an anime girl saying, let's fucking go. And it'll show you to the nonsense of this podcast. Not related to the nonsense podcast. You guys should follow also on Spotify or SoundCloud. If you guys want to follow my personal page, you guys can follow me at McMontez29. If you guys want to follow me on my vintage page, that is Vintage City Kings with a Z at the end. That is also linked to my Depop. Whatever money you guys spend on my Depop will go towards the podcast. Every little thing counts. I'm incredibly grateful for you guys. We are in the long haul for the 2020 people. Keep at it. Keep the faith. And last but not least, peace.